Welcome to the Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast. I'm your co-host, Kieran Lefebvre. This is episode number 43, and I'm joined by my temporary guest host, who's here for <laughs> one episode and one episode only. It's... Uh, I had no no celebrity that I was like, I'm going to slide <laughs> this in right here. No, it's just Adam Childs, far from a celebrity. What's up, man? Not much, man. We are talking about celebrity jiu-jitsu belts or celebrity black belts, celebrity belts in general today. Yeah, that's what we're going to go on about. Yeah, yeah. I'm a celebrity today because I rocked up with coffee. Yes. Because you're out. I am out of coffee beans. You know, I- we uh the, I don't know our, what to say. I don't our, have any excuses. Our, the studio is at Kieran's studio. This is yeah. This is my, <laughs> well. This is this is the Beyond Jiu Jitsu studio. Yeah, yeah. What's mine is yours. <laughs> <laughs> and um, this is like quite a, a good espresso machine here. I usually rock up with coffee, but today I was running late, mm. and so I was like, oh, I won't, I won't, I don't have time to stop and grab coffee. But then there was a park right out the front of the cafe, so I was like, ah, oh, get coffee. And then when I walked in the door, thank God I did because you were like, oh, bro, bad news, I'm out of coffee. But there was good news in that. There was good news, bad news. There was some good news, uh, which I'm yet to hear this good news. I don't know when in the episode you're going you're gonna to bring it up. But, yes, uh, there I'm, will be. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. There will be some good news brought up at some juncture in this episode. So stay tuned for that. What is new since last episode, bro? How's your ear? Yeah, so I was just uh, showing off my shiny new ear to Adam. Um I think I'm getting the the beginnings of cauliflower ear for the last couple of weeks, ever since we returned back to training. And even before that, like before, during lock, if you're a long time listening to the show, you you probably know by now we went into lockdown, well, a little while ago now. Um, we came out of it probably by the time this airs, about two months. So even just before lockdown, I started to get a cauliflower ear on my left ear. And then when we came back, it's... Uh, it's read its ugly head again and it's gotten worse and rah, rah, rah. But man, it's painful. Hey, for those that haven't experienced it. Dude, cauliflower ear hurts a lot. Yeah. You know, um, it's, yeah, we were just looking at it. You were asking about what to do. Do you drain it or whatnot? You've left it a little bit too long. So it started to solidify. Mm. But uh, yeah, I, I say any, anytime we talk about anything medical, I, or even though it's stating the obvious, I always say I'm not a doctor. But from my understanding of how cauliflower ear works and how it happens it's from yeah trauma to the ear so very typical in all grappling martial arts uh but even like boxers get it you can you can get cauliflower ear from getting hit in the ear like so any sort of trauma to the ear and the it's something like the the skin separates from the the cartilage in the ear and and then it fills with fluid between the cartilage and the skin something like that and and you can drain it right and that's why you see people drain it and then they often like tape their ear or they literally put like a peg on their ear Mm. wanting to like drain the fluid and then have the you know the cartilage and the skin heal back together uh but if you don't drain it that fluid whatever it is you know essentially solidifies right and then there's no way to get rid of it short of, I, I guess, plastic surgery or some type of surgery to remove it. I don't even know if that's possible or or how it works. But, yeah, yours is already solidified a little bit, so there's really not much you can do about it. You know, if, you, if, you're, if you're going to drain cauliflower ear, it needs to pretty much be straight away. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it hurts, man. It hurts but a I lot. Fuck, <laughs> I fucked it. <laughs> Shit the bed. 
like I'm quite fortunate. I don't have a lot of cauliflower ear. Some people get it instantly. Yeah. Some people never get it. And there's really two main factors to whether you get cauliflower ear or not. One is just, um, you know, you like biologically, like how are your ears? Do you have mm. super like flexible rubbery ears, oh, yeah. you know, or do you have like really sort of like cartilage stiff ears, you know? So you as an individual, your ears will depend whether you get it. And then also your jujitsu style. So if you have a particular style, like you're embracing at the moment, which is lots of like over under passes, stack passes, like really passing head heavy, right? Uh, it leans more towards the sort of style that would, that would embrace cauliflower ear. But uh, yeah, man, it hurts a lot. Well, uh, yeah, I don't really have a lot of it. I only have a tiny bit on both of my ears. The worst cauliflower that I have is actually you can't see it. It's on the, I don't know like what the part of your ear is called, but like the, man, how do you even explain it? Like the, the very sort of, the bit of your ear that holds in an earbud, if you will. Like, you know, the, okay, little, yeah, yeah, the little yeah. bit of your ear, right? That's the like- ear hole. Yeah, like the little bit that's in front of the little flappy ear. boy. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. That bit of your ear. Yeah. I actually have cauliflower on the inside of that. So I actually have like cauliflower like <laughs> kind of in my ear. Yeah, right. Um, which sucks, but I've gotten used to it. Mm. Uh, but I remember when I got it quite bad on, on I think it was my right ear and I drained it multiple times and stuff and – you know, just home draining it, it got mm. a bit infected, <laughs> whatever. Oh. And because I kept training. Yeah. Anyway, man, it was so painful. I remember the headgear, like the wrestling headgear. I, I shit you not, I was wearing that to go to sleep. Damn. Because I, I could not put my head on a pillow. Obviously, mm. well, why not just lie on your left side? Yeah, I did, idiots. But, you know, you roll over in bed when you're asleep, you yeah. know. I, I just couldn't even put my head on a pillow. It was so sore and then still training twice a day. So like I just said to you off air, when you get cauliflower ear, you've, you've got three options. You either, um, in terms of like what you do training-wise, treatment-wise, you know, it's either drain it or don't drain it, right? They're, they're your options really. But uh, in terms of how you continue to train, you either – Stop training until it's not painful anymore. You either just train through it or you get headgear and train through it. Right? They're, they're your only three options when, mm. you, when you have like that current injury of sore, having a sore ear. Mm. But it fucking sense. hurts, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's painful. It's, yeah, I don't know. It hurts way more than you think it would. Yeah, yeah, it's real sensitive, like a lot of nerves, unfortunately, yeah. around there. And yeah, it's all like hard and swollen and shit. Yeah, and it's all pink. Yeah. It's, can't see it right now because you've got your your headphones probably on, for the best yeah. my girlfriend is not a fan she doesn't she my girlfriend's got this weird thing uh, she probably doesn't want me to publish this on air but she's like really doesn't like ears you know how some people yeah. like oh there's some yeah you know weird yeah. body parts like don't like armpits or don't like fucking feet yeah you yeah, know yeah. opposite to fetishes right they really just not nah, they yeah, can't yeah, yeah. can't deal with it she's like that with ears like i, I can't like if my ear touches her she like yeah, it's right. like gross. Like she doesn't want it even touching her. That's um, why she can't wait till you guys go on holidays to Sweden because you'll have to wear earmuffs. Yeah, earmuffs it's so cold. and beaties and shit covering my like shitty little ears. But when I was trying to show her like the, the collie. Um, she was like. Yeah, legit. She ran out of the room like fuck off with that because it's all like bloody and fucking or like pink and shit and gross and she already doesn't like ears. So this is, you know, this is not good for me. This does not bode well for me in the future. You heard, you've probably heard this before. I mean. 
if any listeners who haven't heard this like old sort of meme or joke that they say, um, you know, if you're a white belt that gets cauliflower ear, oh, no, you know, no, they say like if you're a white belt that gets cauliflower ear, you know, you, you have to keep training jujitsu. Yeah. Otherwise you're just an ugly dude who can't fight. <laughs> 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 yeah. What is, yeah. If you get, if you get cauliflower ear as a white belt, you better uh, keep training. <laughs> otherwise you're just an ugly dude who can't fight. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, something like that. Fuck it. Hell. Yeah. So speaking of people that can't fight, Ashton <laughs> <Kutcher>. <laughs> good segue, bro. So look, I mean, we've had some comments on, we've mentioned this before, but this topic we've decided deserves its own segment, its own episode. Now we've received some mixed feedback, mostly positive on YouTube comments and other, other various ways people get messages to us about addressing the elephant in the jiu-jitsu world room, if you will. And that is celebrity belts, the celebrity belt system. Now, I know that a lot of jiu-jitsu media people, jiu-jitsu influencers, they don't really want to talk about it. Now, I think, I mean, some do, but most don't. Or if they do talk about it, it's generally positive. Now, I think the reason for that is they don't want to rock the boat. If you're in that world of show business or you're in that world, you know, you live in LA or, you know, you're a big media influencer, chances are if there's a celebrity belt out there like Ashton Kutcher, you might meet him. So you don't want to talk shit about him, right? Yeah. I don't think I'm going to meet Ashton Kutcher. So, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So for those that don't know, I think we need to shed a little bit of light on what we're actually talking about. So I've done a little bit of digging to just get my facts and, you know, my P's and Q's in order. So we're talking- P's and Q's? Yeah. You know, like it's kind of like dot the I's, cross the T's. Yeah, but where does that come from? I've never heard that. Am I I super uneducated or is that a Navy? Well, I'm very very uneducated. No, it's not a Navy thing. P's and Q's. Yeah, it's kind of like saying um, if you- Well, yeah, cross your T's and dot your I's, but I've never heard P's and Q's. Oh, there you go. What is like- What's your reference? Stop asking questions. (laughs) (laughs) Just ignore. (laughs) Pretend I didn't say it. (laughs) Now, Kieran's frantically googling at P's and Q's. Did I use it in the right fucking context? I do that all the time. And then Google comes up like Google has searched eight billion sites and has had zero results. (laughs) (laughs) Zero. He had zero. An idiot. So anyway, P's and Q's. Okay. Okay. So I'm on board. For those that don't know, um, what we're talking about here is a celebrity. We're not talking about well, we will, but we're not talking. We're not talking about just celebrities that have black belts or celebrities that train jujitsu. We're talking about a specific training methodology, 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 methodology. <laughs> it is a bit mythology. It is a bit of a mythology. Um, so, it's it's a celebrity belt system that was invented by Higan Machado. So, Higan is a eight degree black belt, or, uh, sorry, red and black belt. He's got a coral belt and he earned his black belt under um, Gracie, uh, one of the, Carlos Gracie. He's a former jujitsu world champion, veteran of ADCC. Um, so, you, you know, you probably heard the name Machado before. He invented a, a, a system that he teaches out of Beverly Hills, California, Hollywood, right? And I believe it's called the Beverly Hills California Academy or it's simply the Beverly Hills Academy. So he he started this like before 2015. The article that I'm referencing is from BJJEE, which is um, East Europe, BJJ East Europe, awesome media outlet. You know, they only publish the, the best. <laughs> the most, the, the most quality. <laughs> most quality and the best uh, people in the industry. I was, <laughs> I was published in this uh, 
by this uh, media company a couple of times. <laughs> anyway, so basically uh, Higgin created this, this jiu-jitsu system, right? And I just want to read a quote from BJJEE that they got, I believe, from um, Jiu-Jitsu magazine. I, and this is, this is uh, Higgin talking here. I created a new jiu-jitsu system for people who can't get hurt. It's technical training. They learn jiu-jitsu and technically train, but it's all safe. I created the type of jiu-jitsu for Beverly Hills clientele. Competition, sparring, these guys can't do that. I can't even take a 1% chance of them getting hurt. I have 18 celebrities doing this program. Some guys have to sign disclosure agreements. Others like Ashton Kutcher, Mikey Rourke come in regularly while Usher comes in once in a while and Vin Diesel when he's in town. So basically he, he's saying just outright, these guys don't spar. These guys don't drill. Like, sorry, these guys don't roll. They don't, they don't compete. They don't roll. They don't go intensity. All, all this is saying to me is they do drills. They drill jujitsu. Yeah. <clears throat> like, um, yeah, man, it's like, I, I get the angle he's mm. coming from. I've never met Higgum Machado uh, at all. He's Jean-Jacques Machado's brother, right? I believe. Yeah, I think so. Yes, yeah. So uh, from what I've seen, he's, he's Jean-Jacques Machado's brother. And uh, he, in all intents and purposes, he's legit. He, he's a fucking, you know, jiu-jitsu master. He's legit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know a lot about him. The only thing I know is quite a funny story that um, when I was in Miami – there's Hilly and Gracie, right? Just before we go into the celebrity thing, this is the only anecdote I know about Higa Machado, right? All right. Um, and I was at training with Hilly and Gracie. Hillian is a little lesser known, but Hillian is Carlos Gracie's youngest son. Okay. okay? So, um, yeah, he's, uh, he's kind of – he's very similar – to Henzo Gracie in the sense that if you've ever seen like Henzo Gracie's stuff online or seen, you know, old documentaries of Henzo or whatever, like he's super funny, really charismatic. And Hillian's very similar to that, but he doesn't really speak. Uh, his English is quite, quite poor. So, um, but he's a really lovely guy. And I was training with him after I'd left Brazil. And because like Fabio had you know, recommended I go train with Helian while I was in Miami and Fabio and Helian are friends and stuff. Like he was int instantly like really warm with me and stuff. And he was telling me this story about Higgin receiving his coral belt. And yeah, you said and it, that he's under Carlos. And if you look online, that's what it says as well. But from what Helian told me, he was like, perhaps he got his like black belt from Carlos, but Helian led me to believe he was more kind of under Hickson, right? And so Higgin had received his coral belt before Hickson. So Hillian called him and, and he was like, Higger, he calls him Higger. And he was like, Higger, it's like, what the fuck, bro? You got your, like, he swears heaps. He's like, Higger, what the fuck, bro? You got your coral belt. And he's like, he's like, it's fucking bullshit, man. You got your coral belt like before your instructor. What the fuck's this shit? <laughs> you know? And he goes like, Helium, bro, what do you like? I don't know. What do you want me to do? Like they gave it to me. Like, what what am I supposed to do? He's like, he's like, man, you give that shit back. Like, <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? And he's like, yeah, but Helium, Helium, bro, I got like I got like all my students and I got my federation and stuff. Like, what do I do? And you know, Helium goes, Higa, bro, 
you take that association and that belt, you shove it up your fucking ass, bro. Things are oh, bullshit. <laughs> it's like fully like ripped him apart. Shit. And that's like the, but you know, super, super funny story the way he was telling it. And that's the <laughs> only thing I know about Higgin Machado. Well, there you that go. Hillian called him and told him to shove his belt up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> but these, I mean, you know, these like in a, I assume it was in a, in a friend, you know, that kind of these semi grew up together. Yeah. So, you know, not as in a legitimate animosity, like yeah. go fuck yourself, more yeah. as in a two friends being like, you fucking dickhead. Like, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, so- going back to the celebrity thing. Yeah. So look, I get where he's coming from, but at the same time, no, bro, no. Like, you can't just, oh, goes back to, whatever episode it was and I said, oh, there needs to like be a governing body or mm. whatever. Man, you know, I understand that, but then, okay, like it's really not the sport that we're practicing. Like, you know, for example, if you like blue belt and up, like you have to roll, like it's part of, it's, it's kind of like saying, oh man, I've got this like celebrity, you know, uh, I've got this celebrity like soccer team training thing you know but they're always on the bench like they i can't take the risk like not even a one percent risk so they actually never go out on the field and actually they actually never play a game of soccer or Mm. football right they uh they just sit on the bench but this guy he's like my position one striker or the dude who never leaves the bench like yeah you know man like you can't it's like, you know, if you did a celebrity surfing program, but they never went in the water. Yeah, right. Yeah. We only do beach drills. We only do, you know, stand-up drills on the beach. It's like, yeah. okay, well, then we're not fucking surfing, like, are we? I 100% get it for, you know, if you've got a celebrity coming in and he's doing training specifically for a movie, for, for a role mm. in a film or a show or something. Yeah, cool. Like that's no different to – because I believe Higgin also does a lot of um, – fight choreography right. stuff. Uh, so I think he's worked – I think he worked with like Keanu Reeves on like John Wick 2 yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's different. You know, that's no different than working with a stunt coordinator mm. or something like that, you know. That's cool. They don't need to roll. Like you're just doing drills and learning sequences and stuff for a film and, you know, part of that is also going to be like crossing over with training jujitsu. So that's fine. But in terms of then like awarding so-and-so, uh, uh, you know, okay, I can semi get on board with blue belt because I could, for me, you could achieve a blue belt and never have rolled. I'm like semi, oh. I'm semi like. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> in all my experience. <laughs> yeah, I can semi get on board with that. But like past that, no, you know, it's kind of like for me, could you could you ever get a purple belt and have never rolled? Nah. Could you ever get a black belt and never have competed? Nah. Like they're just like, you know, they're they're cornerstones of what's required to 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 earn that rank. And you can't just like then don't call it jujitsu, bro. You're 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 watering down all the hard work and efforts of all the other people who have legitimately gotten their their blue, purple, brown, and black belts mm. in jiu-jitsu. Then call it, call it fucking Higgins grappling or something. I don't, yeah. I don't care, bro. Like, you know, it's not jiu-jitsu if you're taking away all these, it's a, you know, imagine if you did something like, uh, you know, oh, 
you know, this I, I've I've made this celebrity, you know, medicine course, you know, because these celebrities don't have the time to go to med school. Mm. So I've got this celebrity medicine course. But you know, Keanu Reeves is a has a PhD and he's a doctor. <laughs> no, he fucking doesn't, bro. It's like you either do the work and like do what's yeah. required, or you don't. That's you a really know? good analogy. Like, like I know, I know they can't take the risks of getting hurt. Well, then, like. I'm, I'm sorry, bro. Like, can't be a fucking purple belt. Then, then you just can't. Yeah. You know, like you said, like you. Oh, I can't take the risk of you know, um, of like drowning. So I'm not going to go in the water and surf. Then, sorry, bro. Like you, like you're not a surfer. Yeah, <laughs> like that's just you know, yeah. or you know, giving someone in rock climbing and, and or you know, saying that oh, I I can't take the risk of getting hurt. So this celebrity is going to qualify and earn the rank of a free climber, but they only ever climb with ropes because they can't take the risk of, of falling to their death. Well, then you can't earn the rank of a free climber, bro. Like, you know, if you're not rolling or competing, you, for me, you can't earn these ranks. So Joe Rogan weighed in on this. Now, granted- he, Everyone knows I like Joe Rogan. <laughs> he weighed in before footage of Ashton Kutcher- was Which released. You, you mentioned I've mentioned before and I'm going to talk about it. You watched him rolling with Craig and you're yeah. like, it's not even a white belt. Dude, you know? he's fucking terrible. But this just, just for a caveat, right? This was released before anyone saw Ashton, right? But this is, this is what Joe Rogan says. And he actually agrees with us without agreeing with us. Oh, um, I don't so, like that. that hey, that, just, that, that's all right. So we're going to play a clip here. This is from uh, the Joe Rogan experience. Hopefully we don't get copyrighted, but it's, you know he's in, listening. It's in fair use. Fair <laughs> use. Let's play this. Someone was saying um, Ashton Kutcher is doing. I know this sounds like a setup to a joke, but it's not. Jiu-jitsu. He's, yeah, he's doing jujitsu, and that he's done it in the that. past, and he's playing a role in some movie where whoever is training him says he's fucking phenomenal and he's really committed, and you're, he's going to wow. blow you away with his transformation. Well, he's a purple belt. You yeah. know, he's a purple belt under Higa Machado, who is uh, my uh, in jujitsu we use the term master. Don't mm-hmm. get crazy. My master, uh, Jean-Jacques Machado. That's the top of the heap. I have a black belt under Jean-Jacques Machado. And Jean-Jacques Machado gave Eddie Bravo his black belt, and I have a black belt under Eddie, too. So the ultimate top guy of the food chain in our lineage is Jean-Jacques Machado. His brother, Hegan, is also a bad motherfucker. And Hegan Machado um, gave Ashton Kutcher a purple belt. If Hegan Machado gives you a purple belt, you're a fucking purple belt. Right. Like, there's no. He's not handing those out because no, of your IMDb score. It doesn't mean shit. You got to right. roll. And you got to roll with people. You can't. They don't just give you that. You have to spar. That's the only. I mean, there's martial arts where you don't spar on your way to getting belts. Right. You know, like like certain you have to types show of technique and stuff, right? For like mm-hmm. little kids and stuff. Right. But in jujitsu, you have to spar. You just have to. You know. You, you there's no other way around it. And yeah, you, you kind of go full blast. And know? would they just evaluate your technique and mm-hmm. situations and go, okay, yeah, you did the right thing there. So clearly you have a level of knowledge that yes. is this color. A guy like Hegan, he can watch you roll in five minutes. He could probably figure out what you are. You know, you might be a super athletic purple belt, but you make some mistakes. Mm-hmm. And you might be uh, a brown belt who's been around for a long time, but doesn't have the athleticism to try to tap black right. belts, but you have a lot of knowledge. He could tell like right away, like someone does like certain, like set someone up, they try to do something, then the counter, they hit him with the counter and then they tap a guy. You're like, oh, that's some slick shit. And then you got to see. Okay, we'll just leave it there. So Shut up, Joe. (laughs) So the point is, if you you notice, if uh, if your ear was perked up to detail there, he said that you've got to roll. He agrees with this, right? In a way, he said, in order to be a purple belt, you've got to roll. Like there's no way around it. He literally said there's no way around it. You're going full blast, you're sparring. You've got to roll. Now, 
I'd like to draw your attention back to the article where Higgin Machado said, I've created a new jiu-jitsu system for people who can't get hurt. It's technical training. They learn jiu-jitsu technically. It's all safe, blah, blah, blah. And it said, uh, I created a type of jiu-jitsu for Beverly Hills clientele, competition, sparring. These guys can't do that. He's not a fucking, he's not a brown belt. He's so not a brown belt. But I don't know, I don't know who to to believe because everything that Joe Rogan says is like, it's just cemented in factual information. Like, I mean, majority, like he really, he does his research. He's very well educated. He's got, he uses, Rock solid sources for all, right, all of his for those information. That tell, this so, is dripping so, so, in sarcasm. So who who do I believe, Joe Rogan or Higgin well, himself? To be I fair, I don't know what to do. To Kieran. be fair, Joe did agree with us when he said that in order to achieve a purple belt, it's you know in order to achieve a purple belt, you have to spar. There's no way. He literally said there's no yeah. way around it. Yeah. However, if he actually knew what this Beverly Hills program was, he would have you know found out that. Hegan is setting this up to make a shitload of money, make a name for himself in the Hollywood community, get opportunities to be a choreographer in in movies. And in order to do that, he's selling belts. That's what he's doing. He's selling belts yeah, to celebrities. Of, yeah. Like, like literally Joe Rogan just said, and I know that not everything he says is, you know, correct or true or whatever, but he literally, he agrees with us in saying, that in order to achieve a purple belt, you must spar. You must go all out. You, you're going pretty much 100%. You're rolling, dude. Yeah. And this fucking – and Higgins like, no, they're not rolling. Yeah. But he's awarding – He for those that don't know, Ashton's not a purple belt now. Uh, he's, a he's a brown, brown belt. belt. And right. he's probably going to be a fucking black belt soon. Like, Yeah, it's absolute <laughs> bullshit, bro. Like, um, <laughs> it's – What is this? Like the – okay, you can be a black belt, but it's not in – jiu-jitsu exactly like, it's yeah. like you're you're a black belt then in, in i don't Higan, know man may as well be bloody taekwondo or yeah, something like anything you know Ikea, it's 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 not it's not jujitsu if you're if you're just taking away a bunch of the requirements yeah. you know and yeah there is no governing body so it is up to the instructor to it's at their discretion which is also one of the things that makes jujitsu really beautiful i think i like that you know you can to some extent as a student, you can choose how difficult you make it for yourself in the, mm. in the sense that, you know, some instructors give out belts easier than others. So, you know, I'm not going into the whole sandbagging thing, but I do like that portion of, well, it's at the instructor's discretion. But, you know, if you're, there's certain things that criteria that need to be met and you just, you know, I know you. everyone's different and you're trying to cater to everyone, but you can't cater to everyone. If they're not willing to do what's required, like uh, as, as part of the sport, you can't award them the belts. Yeah. Just like simple as that, bro. Yeah. And there's there's a whole bunch of celebrities that uh, have been in this program now. It's been running for, for a while. Uh, so Ashton, you know, he he's bearing the brunt of a lot of our abuse. But well, can I just say, I actually really like Ashton Kutcher. I think he's like a really good – I actually – I don't mind him as an actor. Yeah. He's done – Yeah, he's funny. Um, Do like, dude, where's my car? That's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, you know, done a lot of really good charity work. Like he's mm. set up an organization called Thorn, which is um, fights against like child sex trafficking and stuff like that. Uh, so he does a lot of like him as a per I've never met him. Right. But he mm. seems like a great dude. 
You know, I have nothing against yeah. Ash and the person. I'm just talking about his jujitsu shit. Like it's always saying. Yeah. Always saying. It's always saying. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. What do you mean? Like if he rocked up, okay. If Ashton Kutcher rocks up in your gym wearing a brown belt and you put him up with, you know, one of your competent blue belts, I'd put every fucking dollar I have on that blue belt every day of the week. Yeah, probably. Every day of the week, if they actually roll. Like yeah. fucking every single day of the week. I don't care what fucking color belt he's wearing. I've seen him roll. <laughs> so for those that haven't seen it, I've fucking spoken about it so many times, but do yourself a favor. Have a look at um, Ashton Kutcher rolling with Craig Jones. Now, I know the argument that Craig makes everyone look like white belts. And yeah, if I roll with Craig, he'd fucking tell me up. Yeah, but you are laughing. a white belt, so it's fine. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a white belt. Who, who cares? But, you know, yeah, Craig like, fucking ragged those people, right? Like, yeah. Jeremy, I was talking to uh, Jeremy Skinner on Sunday because we we filmed a an, an instructional for him. For those that don't know who Jeremy is, check out episode number 31. He was on the- uh, 31, 39, 41? 31. Was it that long ago? That we long ago. Jeez. Yeah. Episode okay, 31, we had uh, Jeremy Skinner and uh, he's a high-level black belt competitor under Lachlan Giles. And I think my uh, Zach, my friend Zach, asked Jeremy, hey, so in all the roles that you've had with Craig, have you ever- so, like sub dip, have you ever tapped? And he's like, not even close. And this is Jeremy, a very, very high level competitor. Said he's not even gotten close to tapping Craig. And what a chump! I've tapped Craig. Well, there you go. <laughs> Recently, or <laughs> no? Uh, Craig and I have only. What ever... were you pebble belts? Yeah, we don't get. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we've only ever rolled a couple of times. Like once when we were both purple belts and the, and then years later when were we both brown or I was brown and he was black I can't remember and we, we barely rolled he was just like showing me a bunch of leg lock stuff yeah. like so um yeah so yeah <laughs> when, <there you> <laughs> well, it's kind of like my I've got a friend of mine who when we drunk wrestled once you know years ago before I even trained jujitsu and like he tap me out and he's like, oh, I tapped out a black belt. <laughs> Good one, bro. <right? laughs> but uh, yeah, so anyway, back to the original point. There is a video that was published by by Hegan, I believe. He released it and it shows Ashton Kutcher as a brown belt rolling with with Craig. And yeah, it's pretty it's bad. Uh, it's it's really embarrassing for, yeah. for the sport. You know, yeah, it's pretty no, bad. no offense like, to anyone look, involved, but like it's really embarrassing yeah. for the sport. Like I'm all I'm all for, uh, like I like that it, celebrities training jujitsu puts more spotlight on the sport of jujitsu because you know the the bigger it grows the more sponsorships and endorsements can come through and the more that people can be in a position to make a living and a career out of jujitsu so you know that's great you know uh, a big advocate for for jiu-jitsu is Kelly Slater, um, who I think he's only a blue belt and has been for a long time. I don't know how often he trains or anything, but, you know, he's he's quoted as quite famously saying, you know, put your kids in jiu-jitsu before any other sport. Yeah, and, you know, there's lots of celebrities. I think Demi Lovato trains jiu-jitsu. I don't know if all these celebrities train at Higgins, right? Yeah. But I know, like, Jonah Hill is another one. Yeah, yeah there's a lot Reeves. of – Yeah, they uh, – I think a lot of them train with – You know, Paul Walker, the Fast and the Furious guy who passed away, had, had trained. Yeah. Anthony Bourdain, the famous chef, trained. But, like, Anthony Bourdain, right, like, is – you know, unfortunately, yeah. You know, he, he trained away. legit though. He, yeah, he, he trained, legit. He trained yeah. legit because, I mean, he was a blue belt. Obviously didn't start 
jujitsu until he was whatever, however old, like yeah. in his fifties by the time he even started. But you know, you have age brackets in competitions. So he like he won his division at blue belt. I think it was the New York Open or something. So it's like he, he trained. Competed, he actually yeah. competed. Yeah, you know, legit. like and won a competition. Even well, it doesn't matter that he that he won or or lost, right? But he was like there, yeah. he he went and competed. So he actually trained and mm. rolled. Like he was a a legitimate blue belt. You know. Was he a blue belt who could beat an 18-year-old white belt? No, probably not because he started when he was mid-50s. But, like, for his age bracket, right, like, he was a legitimate blue belt. These other celebrities, bro, who are, who are getting belts and not actually training. Like I said, man, I think it's, yeah, kind of like trying to classify yourself as, you know, if there were, like, a belt system in, you know, free solo rock climbing but you never actually climb without the rope like that's kind of what it's like right i think actually that's like a perfect analogy you know man okay yeah you you're rock climbing but you always have the rope on but then you want to say you're a black belt in free climbing like how is that possible you've never climbed without a rope how can you say you're a, a black belt in free climbing how could you be a, a blue purple brown belt in jiu-jitsu but you never roll you can't Okay. You fucking you can't. You just can't. You can't. And it's We're getting angry, Kieran. This is this is something I think the reason now I want to go out on a limb here and get a little bit, you know, philosophical. The reason that I have such a big problem with it is because I'm not gonna say like I'm insecure, but it's kind of like I'm seeing someone like, you know, whoever it is, because they have money, they have uh, fame and, and and whatever, they can rock up and and just do like, you know, drills probably once a week or if that, whenever they're in town for yeah. like a couple of years and then all of a sudden, you know, they're a purple belt. Whereas those that are, you know, putting in the hard work, training, you know, every day on the mats, on the grind, you know, we've spoken about the jujitsu grind. We've, we've spoken about embracing the suck. We've spoken about all the things that, you know, I'm doing and people out there like me are doing to, to progress in this sport and actually be good at the sport, you know, and I feel like we are, working hard to earn the color belt. And so when, when eventually when I get a brown belt, like fucking years down the track, it's going to mean something to me because of yeah. all, all that time. Yeah. Put in. That's the beauty of the sport. That's why we love it so much. And rah, rah, it's, it's not all about the belt, but you know, when eventually I wear a brown belt or, you know, maybe one day a black belt, it's going to mean something to me. And I'm sure it means, and you've spoken about how much it means to you. Right. But when you see someone out there, that's being renowned as like a legit purple belt, like Joe Rogan. Oh, he's legit. So yeah, if you got one from Higgins, yeah, if you got a, one from Higgins, it's, it's a, like a legit. He's a fucking purple well, belt. Well, you know what? I love, Shut up, Joe. I love Joe Rogan, but fuck, man, that just, you know, he just didn't have all the facts, right? And that, that's why it fucks me off so he bad. He didn't have all the facts. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I just dug my own grave. Joe yeah. Rogan didn't have all the facts. That's uh, the story of his life, right? But. Yeah. Yeah, and I think if only he had access to the facts. Yeah, like the internet. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's with the whole celebrity thing. That's what really fucks me off. I think it fucks me off so much because I'm working my ass off to earn something, and they've, you know, gotten all the the credit for it, but have done nothing. Yeah, or, ne or very little to nothing. Right? Yeah. They're not. And it they're doesn't. Not yeah, I mean, you can still be. I've known plenty of people who were, you know, had professions where they couldn't really afford to get, you know, black eyes or 
whatever, like, I don't know, maybe they were a big important business person and they had board meetings and stuff or they were a doctor or, mm. you know, uh, I used to train with someone who was like a not a, not celebrity level musician but was like his career where he was a musician. I think he was a guitarist or a pianist or something. So he couldn't really afford to like mess up his fingers or anything. Mm. They still rolled and everything. They were just, you know, they were – careful who they rolled with in the sense that, you know, some people are more aggressive than others and, you know, so they were maybe careful with who they rolled with or they tapped early or whatever it was. Like they, you know, and if every now and again there was the odd like finger getting bent or the odd like scruff on the face, like, yeah, it happens, but they were just maybe a bit more careful than, than the average person. So you can still train and roll and be, be careful, right? It'd be different if these guys train normally, but then let's say like, you know, let's say you're, you're, you're my instructor and, you know, I'm, I train normally, but then I'm like, oh, Kieran, bro, like for the next three months, like, like I'm filming. So like, I can't like, can I still train, but I just can't roll this next three months. You'd be like, yeah, cool. Like it's kind of making allowances, yeah. but, but you know, if I train I just, normal- I just put a pause on your belt progression. Yeah. <laughs> at that time, like it's fine. Like, you know, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. I, I totally, I totally get where you're coming from. But if yeah. they're just n- never- If you've never rolled, you've never, it's not, never trained it's jiu-jitsu. Not jiu-jitsu, bro. It makes me a little bit mad. Yeah. Like I don't put a lot of thought into it, but- yeah, I, I mean, because because I guess yeah, because I guess I'm already past that. Exactly, point. like that's I the mean, point I'm trying it's to not make. like yeah. I freshly got my black belt, yeah. so I'm still like, oh, I worked so hard to get this. Yeah, and you fuck you guys. Yeah. Like I've kind of, for me, already like, I've already passed it enough where, yeah. you know, to me they don't mean anything, and yeah. it doesn't and take anything away from that's me. The point but I was trying if to you're make. You're still right? going through that progression. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The point I was trying to make earlier, and I sort of butchered it. But, you know, you're comfortable in your skills. You're a fucking black belt. You've been a black belt for years. You're chilling. You're in your own gym. You know, you're confident that you could you can smash. And, you know, you're still obviously training. But, you know, to say you have nothing left to prove would be a fair statement. Like you've you've achieved. I've achieved what, yeah, I think the, the main things I wanted to achieve. Exactly. I mean, I've said previously, you know, unfortunately, I didn't go and become a world champion. And you but know, at least you did, were in but, that conversation. Know, like, yeah, I you had a crack. Yeah. So you were competing, you competed at a high level, you're a black belt, like I said, flung a dead horse here, but I'm a fucking white belt and, you know, I'm tr- training really hard to get to that point. I'm obviously not confident in my skills because uh, I'm, you know, not a brown belt by any means, but then I see someone like Ashton who is, and it's kind of like, bro, you, you and I are probably on the same level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, mm, I don't know yeah. about that. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't want to inc- discourage celebrities from getting involved in jujitsu, but then it like, yeah. I mean, if you want it, either you're going to forever be a white belt or maybe let's say forever be a blue belt, you'll never get past that. Mm. Or you're practicing a different sport, bro. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's- Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, I don't know. I think that's a good way to put it. You're just, you're not really, like you're, you're doing jujitsu drilling, right? Yeah. You know how there's different types of karate? Or you could call it, you could still call it BJJ, I guess it'd just be like, Bullshit jiu-jitsu. <laughs> Bogus <laughs> jiu-jitsu. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it, it makes me think of this other sort of training that we saw a lot at my gym in Brazil. There was quite a lot of students who were, I mean, yeah, Brazil is a, a poorer country, but there's a, a lot of wealthy people, particularly in Sao Paulo. Uh, it's a very expensive city. 
And there were quite a few people who exclusively <clears throat> did privates. Like it's all they did. They never did group classes for whatever reason. I'm not exactly sure why. Because in the privates, they would roll too, right? With the, They would have roles with their instructor. So it's not like they didn't roll, but they didn't do group classes. And for me as well, I felt like th- that kind of had a limit on, on your progression. Mm. It kind of feels similar to if you were trying to learn a language and you only ever practiced and spoke that language with your tutor or your teacher and then all of a sudden you traveled to like like you're trying to learn Japanese you only ever speak Japanese with your your teacher and maybe you're getting quite proficient at Japanese but then you travel to Japan and you've got all these other people all of a sudden they're speaking Japanese in a group or this person has uses different slang or they yeah. you know like it, it's going to be really rough for you. Mm. So I think jujitsu is the same, right? Everyone's a little bit different. So you have to roll and train with multiple people. 100%. I think that's part of the, yeah. part of the, the progression as well. Yeah. Because if you train, even if you train and we've spoken about this, like how to progress training with the same people, et cetera. But if you limit that and you're training with the one person, you're going to know their game. Like eventually, eventually you're going to, you know, learn, what they're what they're good at or whatever, and you've spoken about yeah. this with you I think and Joey. Like a, I think like a you know, jujitsu gets called a physical game of chess. Mm. I think you'd be hard pressed to find any grandmaster chess players who who or let, maybe let's not say grandmaster because that's the elite, but let's just say a pr- professional chess player or a competent chess player who only ever plays chess against the one person. Yeah, don't you reckon? I, yeah. I mean, I'm not good at chess, so I don't really you know can't. how you can't. because if you only played chess against the one person eventually all of your openings and all your positions would end up in the same like stalemate. Yeah. You'd get you'd like, learn. You'd yeah. learn, right. You'd learn the counter. And you spoke about this with um, one of your students, Joey, a, a high level Brown belt. When, whenever you guys roll, like you've been rolling so, so consistently for so long now, so many years that there's certain places you guys just won't go to because you know that, it's it's not going to end well for either of you. you yeah, know what I mean? like yeah, certain positions will be like, oh, if I let this get here, yeah, it's over for me. Exactly. Or conversely, so, if I can get here, it's over for Joey. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you learn that, and you you guys won't even take it to that that spot. Whereas if it's you know someone you don't know, you may take it yeah. to that spot. So it's it's you know eventually you will learn the intricacies. Same with uh, one of my tough training partners, Samir, uh, who's a um, brown belt in judo and white belt in jujitsu. Whenever we roll, I never do stand up with him. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, like I'm not doing stand up. I'll try to pull guard and sweep straight away because um, I prefer being on top. But I, I will pull guard. I will not stand up with that man. <laughs> I will be taken down hard. Two points for him. So I, you know, I know better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's flipped me on my head once or twice too. Yeah, I just won't do it. And, um, actually, I think he's been. Uh, him and Adu have been doing some judo stuff because Adu fucking smashed me oh, yesterday. Oh, dude, God, that was <laughs> so. <laughs> typically, we have music playing in the gym when we're rolling, but last night I turned the music off because I, I, I spent all my time in Brazil training with, in the gym with no music, and it was just it was so many people training so hard. It was this atmosphere of tough training that mm. like just fueled the fire. So I was trying to like, as was the only person who 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 gave me that feeling last night because he was a couple of positions where he was like really yeah. grunting, you know, like a tennis player. Well, to be player, fair, you know? I, I fucking yelled out a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what, yeah. Man, like Edu hit you with an Uchimata and 
just fell and you copped the heaviest knee to the groin yeah. I think I've ever seen in jiu-jitsu. It was, Bro, it was pretty rough. I was and I, put it on a brave face. Yeah, dude, it was it was pretty heavy. <laughs> <laughs> you screamed out. Yeah. I, was like, oh, I saw it too. I was like, oh, oh man. Such a sick throw though. Edu was so happy with it. Like, yeah, whatever, fuck shit happens. But he hit it like Edu's a, a, a blue belt. Um, and yeah, he hit this throw and my God, it was so clean, so clean. And despite the fact that he injured me, he was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was, that was quite it was funny. Sick. Yeah, I really respect that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like just going back to the celebrities, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but despite the ones that Higgin mentioned in the article, I'm sure there's a bunch of celebrities as well who train and, and legitimately train, mm. right? Oh, there's heaps. There's uh, heaps there's, of legit black belts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the, I think one of the super famous ones is Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill is um, probably better known as Al Bundy. Oh, uh, yep. Um, but he's also like the, I can't remember, maybe the character's name is Ed, but he's like the, the granddad in Modern Family, the one who's married to Sophie Vergara, Sophia Vergara, that. Colombian chick, Colombian maybe. Anyway, he's a black belt. I don't know how legit or whatever, mm. but anyway, he's a super famous uh, celebrity black belt. Um, who are some a of the other ones? A whole bunch. Oh, man, there's so many there's like heaps. musicians. Oh, yeah. So I was telling you the story heaps. that when when I first trained, the first gym I trained at was under a guy called Shane Rice, who's a black belt from Hicks and Gracie, and this was in Vancouver, Canada. And one day I was uh, – like this other black belt and purple belt came in and they were part of the class but also sort of off to the side doing their own thing. Uh, so I didn't really know what was going on. They didn't really join in with the class but the purple belt rolled with the black belt that he came in with as well as rolled with Shane, the instructor. And then afterwards found out that it was, yeah, Maynard, the lead singer from the band Tool and um, the – in the black belt that he came in with is a guy that would just kind of travel around with him when Maynard was, was when tool was touring uh, shows and he dropped in there because I think Maynard is loosely associated with Hicks and Gracie and Shane Rice being a Hicks and Gracie black belt. So like Maynard definitely trains and rolls mm. like, yeah, you know, uh, that's a role that I would fucking, I'd froth on. I'm yeah. Big, I'm a okay. Massive fan of tool. Yeah, yeah. I, I quite like Tool. And, yeah, my favourite uh, band growing up. Still probably, you know, my top three. It was quite funny the other night in the gym. I was like, Kieran, you pick, pick the music. But one of my most hated jobs as owning a gym is picking what music to put on. Like I get so sick of it and it's just like the same playlist. And, you know, most jujitsu gyms like have some type of hip hop playing and I'm yeah. not big into hip hop. I don't mind it, but like, you know. I'm like, oh, whatever. I just often type into Spotify like gym playlist yeah, or well, hip hop yeah. or, you know, whatever. And I was like, Kieran, just I don't, man, I don't care what it is. Just put something on. I think you put System of a Down on, yep. right? Yep. Which you know, I I used to listen to System of a Down, <laughs> but heaps of their newer songs came on, which are pretty garbage. Yeah. And, but yeah, anyway. I put on System. I put on like a um, what was it? It was a playlist. So it wasn't just system. It was. Um, I think disturbed came yeah, on. Yeah, it was. Well. It was like an alt. Uh, that's right. Alt metal playlist. So you know that wave of alt metal, basically like, um, you know, a bit lighter metal. Like you have bands. It's yeah, like death, system. Not death metal. No, not, not like quite Slipknot, Mudvayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh fuck, I love Mudvayne. 
My Van Gogh. They are yeah, again, right. again, really in my top three <laughs> favorite bands. Look, look, this is this is now the music podcast. Yeah, the, the metal. What music you should listen to while the training? The jiu-jitsu metal podcast. Yeah. So um, I used to. I had this this guy I trained with in Brazil. Where was he from? I think he was from Panama. Actually, no, he was originally sorry. He was originally from Croatia. Anyway, this dude spoke really good English. I think his parents were diplomats, so he would travel around and live wherever they were. His English was really good, and <laughs> we were like. Uh, at a competition, I'm waiting to fight and he's like, and he's listening to music. You know, lots of people listen to music to get pumped up. Yeah. I, I never would. I yeah. prefer just hearing like the ambient atmosphere of the of the stadium or the arena that you're competing in. And he was like, he was like, man, I got some psych up music for you. <laughs> I could put the headphones on. It was that song, like, I come from a land down under. What a troll. Oh, that guy's a legend. Anyway, I probably won. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Vegemite sandwich, baby. Yeah. 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 So like Tool, System, like heaps of bands, like Disturbed when I was a kid. Fuck. So many, um, some of those like lighter metal bands. Lighter metal bands. Yeah. Really into it. Uh, Yeah. But I don't know, man, like they're taking away a bit from the hard earned effort of, of these bands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of of people earning their belts and yeah it's not jujitsu if you're not if you're not willing to to climb a wall without a rope how mm. can you say that you're like a free climber like man if you're either doing jujitsu or you're not right mm. name it something else yeah That's, and i mean i don't i don't mind this program like i think the program's fine but just don't give them belts yeah, like or yeah, or belts, call, yeah, you know I mean? exactly. Like the program's fine, yeah, the program's and especially, great. I think the especially program's fantastic. If, especially if it's, um, if it's, you know, they they're wanting to to prepare for a role or something. A hundred percent, man. Like, there's mm. actors who go and learn kendo because they're doing a film where they need to do sword fighting or something. Like, yeah, for sure, right? Mm. But yeah, don't give them belts, or it's something else. It's a different. Uh, you know, th- one of the things that I put martial arts into two categories, right? You've got combat martial arts and non-combat martial arts. So non-combat martial arts, uh, there's a million different styles of karate. So some are combat, but, you know, like certain styles of karate or even like Taekwondo, even though it's in the Olympics as combat, I would consider it a non-combat martial art. Uh, Kung Fu. Aikido, all these non-combat martial arts where you don't actually yoga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't actually fight. And then you've got combat, full contact, martial arts where you actually fight in that rule set. Jiu-jitsu, boxing, Muay Thai, wrestling, judo. Like these are full contact fighting martial arts that, yeah, have their own rules, right? Mm. That's don't get I don't want anyone thinking like, yeah, but I'll punch you. Yeah, or I'll take down a boxer. Like it's not an MMA fight, right? But in their own rule set, they're full contact martial arts. So like, yeah, you you if boxing had a belt system but you never actually like box someone, how can you be a boxer? You can't. You fucking can't, bro. Yeah. Riled up, Kieran. Yep. Grinding my gears. <laughs> like like I said, segment. like I said, I don't put a lot of thought into it. You know, yeah. I'm, I, I really, I put too much thought into it, but on this, I think this, for me, this was a closure experience. Now that we've done an episode on it, I can close the door 
on the celebrity belts and stop bitching about it. No, you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna, we're gonna, you're gonna hit, you, you know, you're gonna do the outro. You're gonna pick up your phone and you're gonna see Ashton Kutcher awarded black belt. You're gonna be like, <laughs> <laughs> throw your phone out the window. <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah, get no. you, Ashton. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I said, I, you know, I'm definitely all for more people getting involved in jujitsu, and you know, it's great that. Some celebrities do it and like that can help spread the word of jujitsu. Actually, yeah, another yeah. big one. I can't believe it's only came into my mind now. Joe Rogan? No, fuck Joe Rogan. <laughs> but yeah, I remember I had sent you a list pre-recording of like some celebrity jujitsu names and you were like, bro, where's Joe Rogan? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, despite my love for Joe Rogan, the reason I don't consider him a celebrity jujitsu guy is because he's in the martial arts world anyway. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, he's trains MMA like you know everyone you knows he's a black belt like yeah, you don't you know, need to he you know did like i think he was a very competitive like taekwondo yeah, he was, yeah. guy as well yeah. and anyway so but Same yeah another Jocko big Willink one is and, yeah. yeah another big one is Russell Brand right the comedian mm. yeah, he's recently legit got his purple belt. i remember yeah. when he did his blue belt he, he got his blue belt he spoke did like a 20 minute like vlog about um how jujitsu's changed his life and Damn, all this I was stuff. Do that. <laughs> and then Start he did crying. he did it again for his purple belt. I don't know if he's a purple belt from Higgin or if he trains at a no, gym he's where. Legit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I have no idea, right? Yeah, he's a legit purple and, belt. And look, just you don't have to be the best purple belt in the world to get your purple belt, you know. But like, is he actually training, learning techniques, rolling, mm. like? Yeah, hundred percent. So I'm all for more people getting involved, spreading the word of jujitsu. But yeah, this specifically this celebrity thing, call it a, you know, yeah, I don't know, man. The, uh, we're talking um, specifically this Beverly Hills, like drilling, not rolling. That's where, you know, that's what I have a problem with. Every, every, everyone else, fucking good to go. Yeah. Like it's, it's very specific. We're talking about like the minority here, but yeah. Yeah. Cause it, yeah. I mean, one of the things I try to teach my students when you're talking about the combat of, of jiu-jitsu, sometimes I'll teach something or do something and then the person will say like, oh, yeah, but that hurts. <laughs> yeah, no fucking shit, bro. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Or sometimes like, you know, when you do a technique or apply a, a position or a submission or something, there's some level of self-inflicted pain, you know, the same way that if I punch you in the head, it might hurt my hand but not as much as it hurts your head, right? Mm. So that's sometimes the case. Like, for example, when I do, like the way that I do shoulder pressure, it's, um, you know, or people might know as a cross face. My students know what I'm talking about, uh, but it's very different to how, I don't mean as in I do it differently. The way I learned from like Fabio and Lange and stuff, it's a very specific way you do this shoulder pressure and it's horrible for the person on the bottom. But man, like, I put so much pressure through their, through my opponent that it hurts my shoulder, right? Like that, but not as much as it's hurting them. So like, you know, if you're not, if you're not doing it at that extent, like you're not, you're not training jujitsu, bro. Like even if you're just drilling, I wonder if they're drilling without any of this sort of like pressure, like are mm. they just really doing the same thing as like Aikido? Like there's no actual pressure. Like, oh, this person would fall over here. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. But I mean, I don't know. Keep stopping 
child abuse, Ashton. You're, yeah. I like yeah. you, bro. You're, you're a dude. good dude, but you're you get to shit out. <laughs> and at that point, <laughs> I mean, imagine like he's just like see Ashton, like he's like this big mega uber superstar, and he's sitting at home by himself. He's like, oh, Beyond Jiu Jitsu podcast. He tunes <laughs> into this yeah, episode. He's like, <laughs> just sitting like, like that Michael Jordan meme. He's like yeah. crying, getting like ripped apart by these uh, two Ashton, bodies. If you're listening to this, no disrespect, dude. I just, yeah, I think I've said my piece. I love you in the butterfly effect, Ashton. I thought you were about to say I love you in the butt. I don't. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> that okay, yeah, so I'll, if you, I'll, I'll grab your drawstring, bully you, bro. <laughs> Give me yeah, that butt. If you enjoyed this episode of the Beyond Jiu Jitsu podcast, you can find us on Instagram at Beyond Jiu Jitsu underscore podcast. We are on Patreon. Jump over to Patreon if you feel like supporting the show and shouting us a coffee. Because as you heard at the start, we're out, out of coffee, of coffee. beans. We I'll, need those Patreons, man. We need to get them what coffee. Am I gonna, where's, where am I going to get my post-episode <sighs> coffee hit? I don't even know. We'll have to we'll have to figure that out. How? But, uh, don't you even have instant coffee? I got nothing. You have nothing. We're completely out of coffee. Can I lick the espresso <laughs> machine? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> but thanks for listening. Until next time, guys. See you later. See you.